Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Once there was a man who was about to leave home on a trip, he called his servants and put them in charge of his property. His property. So this parable is like the earth. What God did was to create the earth and he now gave man to be in charge. So man is God's property. God developed this beautiful planet called earth. He now gave it to man to take charge, right? He said, take charge of this earth. Right, let's continue. So he left and went on his trip. Look at verse 16. Look at verse 15. Go back to verse 15. Yeah, he gave to each one according to his ability. Now, let me deal with this first. He said he gave each according to his ability, not according to the resources, so what the man did, let's put God as the, the owner of this property here. So what God did was to give each person according to his ability, not according to the resources that he owned. So whatever you are or whatever you have been given, you have been given based on the ability that you have not based on the entire resources of God. So, you need to understand that your capacity has a lot to do with your life. So, there are certain things you don't pray for until you have the capacity to receive it. So, it was based on the ability that he gave one, he gave five, and he gave all those numbers. Not based on the the, the, the eternal resources of God, for example, if I may use that word, is based on the capacity of the, each of the individuals. So when you begin to pray, say, God, give me 10 million. God, give me 20 million. God, give me 100 million. If you don't have the capacity to manage 100,000, God cannot give you 1 million. For example, when the prophet was talking to the woman, he said, go and get vessels. Get vessels and ensure that you do not get small vessels. Let the vessels be plenty. Let the vessels be plenty. So it was when the woman started pouring the oil into the vessel, the more she poured, the more the oil increased. The more she poured, the more the oil increased. The more she poured, the more the oil increased. So the, the, the oil stopped when the vessel ended. The truth of the matter is this. Number one thing I want to deal with is capacity. If you have not loaded yourself with enough capacity and you are praying God to expand you in certain areas, especially when it comes to financial resources, the prayer will never come to pass. It's as simple as that. For example, it's the same thing with this country, Nigeria. God has blessed us 
with so much natural human resources, both natural and human resources. And it is, it is very important that you know that there are certain things that God cannot do for you. What God has given you power over, he cannot do it for you anymore. If God has empowered you to do something, he cannot do it. You are the one to do it. For example, in the scripture, when, when Bar Jesus was doing magic to prevent Sergius Paulus from hearing the word of God, God had already empowered Paul to rebuke Sergius Paulus. So, God did not need to come down to stop by Jesus. It was Paul that did it. So, Paul had to take ownership and say, you son of the devil. And he began to curse him and he said, you shall be blind for a season. And immediately, by Jesus was blind for a season. There are certain things that God will not do for you until you do for yourself. That's the truth. You must get it clear. The same thing, God will not come down and stop for scarcity in Nigeria. It will never happen. How do we, for example, let me talk about that briefly. How do we stop for scarcity? It's simple. Nigeria has about four refineries and no one is working. Potako refinery, LMA refinery, Kaduna refinery, and Wari refinery. All the refineries are broken down. But not for this government only, but previous administration, especially during the military era. There's something they call TAM, turnaround maintenance. They do that yearly or some, you know, based on some durations. But it wasn't done for a long time. And so because the, the refineries were not producing optimally, and so the government said, okay, let's start importing to meet up with the local consumption. And that is how importation started. And so when they started importing, they realized that the amount that the, it will land for people to buy was higher than the usual pump price that is highly regulated. And so they said, okay, let's, let's um, regulate it. Let's put subsidy. So if everything is landing at uh, 100 naira, and the pump price is 50 naira, it means that the additional money becomes um, subsidy. And so that's how the subsidy regime, you know, just kicked in, which was supposed to be something that is secondary or even tertiary. Later, it now became primary. Now, listen, you ask a question. We should ask a question, why are our refineries not working? Why were refineries not working? Oh, they are moribund. They are comatose. They are old. I think among all of them, Wari Refinery should be the um, youngest. It was built in 1981 or 1982 by the Ishagari administration. But even at that, even at that, how many years does it take to build a refinery. How many years? For example, if um, this current administration had wanted to build a refinery, 
At least they would have done one with all the trillions of Naira that is going into oil subsidy, as the case may be. Now, what is naturally happening is a case of lack of management or maladministration in terms of management. So we are not able to manage what we have. What is therefore happening is that we are suffering from that. Now, the oil marketers are saying, we cannot sell at 165. Let's sell at 180. Let's sell at 200. That's the problem. That's basically the problem. It's not as if there's no crew. There's oil. I mean, NMPC, they've brought a lot of whatever, uh, PMS to last us for a long time. But the problem is, by the time you bring in the, the operational costs, the whole costs, before you now sell, you can't sell at 165. That's saying, let's sell at 180, let's sell at 200. That's when we can make profit. And you know the price of diesel has also skyrocketed, 800 per liter. So the, 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 the what's it called? The truck that will bring the PMS runs on diesel. The filling station runs on diesel. So the operational costs have gone up. So we can still not maintain 165 naira. Government says, no, sell at 165 naira. So there is what Oyuboma will call a conundrum. Conundrum, a confusion, a state of anarchy. It is simple. If you want to solve this problem, it is basically openness and sincerity like I was talking about. I have a lot of things to say, but I'll put my thoughts together quickly because I know I have no time. Like I was saying before, God was asking me, what is the major ingredient of leadership? And I said competence. He said, no, it's not competence. He said, the major ingredient of leadership is the heart. In Nigeria, a lot of people are competent. You have competent people in government. You may not even need to have a competent president. But you need a competent economic team Competent minister, is it, the, is it the president that will be running ministries? No. Put people in there. That's, one of the, that's why a lot of people will say, okay, you know, one of the advantage the um, IBB government had. IBB government was a government of military, was a military man, but he decided to put people who were intellectuals in power, for example, the, the, the Minister of Health, Olukoye Ransomkuti, was Minister of Health for eight years, a seasoned doctor. He put in uh, very clever people in position. One time, uh, what was his name? Um, um, the guy who started road safety, what was his name? Well, yeah, well, a showing car. Put him, I mean, gave him a bright idea on road safety. And, so yeah, you run with this. IBB was the kind of guy, if you met him, he would give him a bright idea. He's like Pharaoh. You say you are the man to run this thing. You know, so by and large, you may not, as a president, you may not be all in all. You are not a technocrat. You may not be a technocrat. You may not be all intelligent guy and all of that. But what you do, that's why what you do is to put people who know the job to run the things. It happened in um, Jonathan's government, and um, what's her name? You know, um, the, 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 
We are around the economy very well. Around the economy. Open, you know, um, this account, SS crude account, put in, we're supposed to have a lot of dollars in there. The, uh, what do they call it, the, you put a lot of money there. But at the end of the day, they took the money, went to court, and, and uh, they decided to share the money and all of that. So, but what I'm generally saying is this. If you don't have a good intention, right, you have a corrupt heart, no matter how competent you are, it will not work. So God took me to the life of David. Shammah came, Adonijah came, and all the guys came who were the children of Jesse. But God said, I have rejected these guys. It was a 17-year-old boy in the bush that God accepted. He said, I want to accept this guy because his heart is good. He has a good heart. He's not competent, but in a process of time, he's going to learn the ropes of leadership. Don't kill a man, don't crucify a man when he's not competent. But instead, look at the man's heart. How do you know a man's heart? You know a man's heart majorly by two things, I'm going to tell you. It's not difficult to know. Number one. Majorly by what he did yesterday. It's very simple. Nobody, we are not ghosts or spirits here. What did the man, what did he do yesterday? For example, the Bible says that when David was keeping the father's flock, a lion came. He tore the lion and rescued the flock, the sheep. Another time, a sheep, I mean, what do you call it, um, a bear came. He pursued after the bear, tore the bear, and rescued the sheep. So that is a man who has a good heart. That is interested in the life, the life, the life of the sheep. He's not interested in his own safety. He's interested in the life of the sheep. It's the same thing I want to lay down the marker today. If you want to vote... Don't vote based on religious lines, say, oh, not Christian. No, that's not the point. Don't vote based on tribal lines. Don't vote based on family lines. Vote based on the heart. All the frontliners now lining up for next year. Are they spirits? I'm asking you. Have they not at one point held positions before? Don't you know what they said and what they did? You know them now. So you are able to know if they have a good heart or they don't have a good heart. Simple. It's as simple as that. The second way to know what is the person saying? What is the person saying? What is he saying out of his mouth? How do you know the content of a man's heart. How do you know the content of a man's heart? You know the content of a man's heart based on what he says. I've been your pastor now for a year plus. Ideally, by now, you should know the kind of person I am. Based on the things I say repeatedly, based on the things I have done in the past, right? Based on my antecedents, you are able to say, okay, this is the kind of person this person is. You are able to draw the line. It's as simple as that. 
So God taught me that about leadership. So I look at the hearts. I look at, at that's, that's what Jesus, that's what Jesus, Jesus is, is about the heart. It's about the heart. It's about the heart. The others can fall into place. Competence and, you know, whether it's tall or whatever. Experience can come into play later. So I've talked about capacity. Capacity is the ability to get to, to reproduce or to produce. Now let's go to the book of um, Genesis. Genesis chapter 1. So stop praying for money. Money do not answer to prayers. I said, I'm going to shred your theology. That's the truth. Some of you spend time praying God to give you money. No. God does not give money. What God does is to give ability, talents, resources. It is your responsibility to use the resources to produce money. When it comes to money, money is an infinitesimal, a negligible part of God. God did not create money. It is man that created money. What God created, listen, read the scriptures. What God created was natural resources. Are you getting what I'm saying now? Natural resources. For example... God did not create the chair. What he created was the trees. Out of the trees, you go and fetch wood and make the chairs. God did not create cars. What he created was iron ore, natural resources. That's what he created. So, out of iron ore, man is able to put metal and put things together. And today, they come up with materials that can come out of metal. God did not create juice. What he created was the fruit. But you go pluck the fruit like an orange, orange right? And you take it home and you squeeze it. You put it in a blender or something and you grind it and you come up with what we call an orange juice. That's what he does. So you can therefore sell the orange juice for money. Are you aware that you can buy orange for 100 naira? By the time you finish processing it into a juice, you can sell it for 1k. Are you aware of that? So that is money. So you cannot say, God, give me money. God, give me money. No. What God will give to you is to lead you to a natural resource that you are supposed to use to produce money for yourself. I'm going to mention five brands. And I'm going to let you know that these brands are not brands that talk about, they, don't, they, they didn't multiply based on prayer. Number one, Apple. Apple. Making iPads and iPods, iPhones, and making these fantastic gadgets. 
Steve Jobs, how did he, how did he get into that business? Steve Jobs went, listen to the story. He went into a room and he saw this big computer, big one. Almost filling the room. And a thought came to him and said, why can't this big computer be smaller? Why can't it be smaller? To call long story short, Apple today is one of the biggest brands in the world. Very big. Raking in billions of dollars in sales of, of their products all over the world. You talk about Microsoft, Bill Gates. What does he sell? Selling computer softwares. You talk about Google, one of the, if not the biggest search engine in the world, and, and the affiliated companies like the Gmails and YouTubes and all the stuff that they have. Big company. You talk about Amazon. You talk about e-commerce and tech. These companies, they got into business. All they needed to do was to look at the gaps in the world. I'm saying a lot of things. Please follow me this morning. You know, a lot of things... The Nigerian problem, the politics, the fuel, everything. I'm putting everything together. Everything is soup and they cook here. So, you know, just try and follow me carefully. So, saw a problem in the world, and they decided to give the solution. One thing you must know as a believer, that God does not give money. It's one wrong ideology that you need to shred from your mind. If God gives money, God should come in here and give everybody one million dollars each and our problems will be solved. Have you not praised him enough? Have you not worshipped him enough? Why will he not give you one million dollars so that you know, your, your problem will be solved? But why is it that people who don't even care about praising him sometimes are cleaning out. They are cleaning out because they are applying the principle to make wealth or to make money. What God does is to expose everybody to the same opportunity. It's now left for you to tap into it. It's as simple as that. Listen. Stop praying for money. Number two, stop Wishing to have money. You don't need to wish to have money. If you wish, you will continue to wish, wish, and wish. Don't pray to have money. Don't wish to have money. What you need to do is to own a product. Somebody say a product. All these brands that I just mentioned, they all do one thing. They all have a product. 
What is your product? What product are you selling? What product are you giving to the world so that they can buy? Listen to this. The world is a business atmosphere. The world is full of business. One of the ways to make money is through trading. Somebody say trading. What is trading? I am selling what I have to you. What are you selling? It is what you are selling that is going to bring money to you. If you sit down and pray in tongues from morning till evening, what will happen is that you will be revived spiritually, but you will be poor. You won't have money in your pocket. It's as simple as that. The Bible says, I am the God that gives you power to make wealth. He didn't say, I'm the God that gives you wealth. Mm-mm. He said, I gave you the power to make it. The word power is translated skill, knowledge, ability. So what God gives to you is the ability to make wealth. Not to put the wealth in your hand and say, go and run with it. No. Life is about principle. When you invoke the principle, what happens is that you enjoy the benefits of that principle. But when you negate the principle, you reap the consequences of it. People who are poor, they are poor because they don't have anything they are selling. Nobody is calling them to say, oh, um, uh -uh, my rice don't finish, so please bring rice for me. Even any work, people who do any work, <laughs> in those days at university, when you are in the hostel, you people come and say, any work, any work. Those people, they are richer than some students. Are you aware of that? So when you are in your room, ah, I need to, I need to uh, wash my car, it's too dirty. You remember any work. And so when you tell you, yeah, any work, any work. Oh, come here, yes, there is work, please wash my car for me. I'm at 1,000 and I take. And that small boy that is shouting any work, any work, in a day can go home comfortably, maybe with 5K or 10K after washing some cars, after going on errands. Okay, go to Mami Market, buy this one for me. Uh, it's 100 Naira uh, service charge, no problem, take the change. I don't put all the money together. He's loaded in his pocket. That small boy is richer than somebody who sits down and is not doing anything. What are you selling? What product are you selling? You know, I was listening to Mars Monroe one day, and he said something that blew my mind. He said he wants to be, he wants to dominate when it comes to leadership talk. He wants to be top there in leadership talk. And he's striving to get there, and that's where he is now. And at the time when he was talking, was he alive, and he was talking this. And he said, recently, he just received a phone call from T.D. Jakes. And T.D. Jakes told him, he said, we're having a meeting, and 
we, we are looking for somebody to come and train us on leadership. And your name popped up. Please, can you have time to come and train us on leadership? And he said, why? I've looked at my schedule and uh, put the time in there. He was still talking. In one of his talk, he said he went to a country to minister. After finishing the country, the president of the country was so impressed with his administration. And he said, I want you to train my, 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 my ministers and everybody in my cabinet. How much will it cost you? And Mike Moreau said, I don't have time. I can't squeeze you in. And he said, the president asked, told him, he said, don't worry. Anything you want, we'll pay you. He said, I will, I will check and put it in my schedule. He said, it's booked. What I'm saying this morning is, stop praying for money. Instead, start working out the natural resource that God has given to you and make it, turn it into a product. Turn it into a product. That natural resource that you have, turn it into a product. If I need a phone, who do I call? I need a phone. I need somebody to help me get a good phone in Computer Village. Who do I call? Sorry? Yes, thank you. That's, yeah, you know, his name is coming up now because I know he can get that done. Singles, you want to get married, for example. You need somebody to, par, you know, par your, your party with good food. You know, so what are, are you going to call, you know, um, Pastor Kingsley? You will call Pastor Kingsley. Are you calling Pastor Richard? You will call, you will call someone you know have done the job before. So, somebody who has gone into the market, take her own portion of the natural resource and turned it into a product and is not trying to dominate in that area. And so, you're going to call that person and you're going to give the person the contract and say, I want to feed 500,000 people. Can you get the job done? Yeah, I can. How much will it cost? Per plate, 5K. Times 500,000 by 5K. That's good money. You didn't have to speak in tongues to get that. It's just about turning your natural resource into a product, and from product, it became money for you. It's as simple as that. Stop doing all night and VG, asking God to give you money. You will only end up sweating and becoming spiritually energized, but you will stand up dry and no money in your pocket. Yes, and also frustrated, that's true. You know, when Dangote's daughter wanted to wed, it was my friend, it was my friend's um, wife that handled the event. It's my friend came and told me, he was talking, he said, uh, the wife came to the house and said, ah, it was telling the husband, he said, I don't hammer. Say, really, you don't hammer. Really, what happened? He said, Dangote's daughter wants to marry. And I am the one. She runs an event management firm. Why will a Dangote look for the richest man in Africa? Reason am. 
If the richest one in Africa wants to do something, will he not go for the best of the best? He will go for the best. So, which means, I mean, the, the lady is tight. What is your product? What are you selling? If Dangote needs something now, are you the one he or she, I mean, Dangote is going to look for? Are you the he or the she that he's going to look for? Let's stop walking all over the place, running up and down, motion without movement. No, let's sit down. Let's sit down. I've said a lot this morning. But let me try and give you some more information that you can use. Number one, there is a law of sowing and reaping. That's the law of investment. It is what you sow, that is what you reap. If you sow hard work, you will get success. People who make first class, I was in school and I saw it. They read a lot. Maybe I would have made a first class if I was reading like them. With the benefit of insight, I told myself, I made some mistakes. I didn't read as much as I was supposed to read. Yes, I had the opportunity like them. But they made first class, I did not. It is what you invest, that's what you get. There is the law of usage. The law of usage says that when you use what you have, it appreciates. But when you don't use what you have, it depreciates. That's why the guy who had the only one, they said, give me and give it to the guy who has more. So a lot of you, you are not using what you have and you are blaming God for not blessing you. But there's a lot he has given to you. All you need to do is to turn it into something that will benefit you and also benefit the people around you. The law of usage is very key. So are you using what has been given to you? When you use it, what happens is that it appreciates. But when you don't use it, it depreciates. Then there's the law of management. The law of management says that Anything you cannot control or manage, you lose it. It's very simple. A lot of you would have been very rich, but you are very reckless with money. You don't know how to spend money. Your problem is not getting money. Your problem is managing money. The Bible says that God did not allow water or rain to fall on the earth because there was no man to do what? To till the ground. Until a man came to manage the earth, that was when rain started falling. Listen to me. Stop, con- stop, stop. Jesus is Lord. Listen. Stop complaining over things you don't have control over. Fix the ones that you have control over. I say that again. Stop complaining over things you don't have control over. Instead, Concentrate on what you have control over. What is your control? Control that one first. So management is very important. What you cannot manage will leave you. The same thing, if you cannot manage your wife, one day she will say, honey, I don't think it's, it's working. It's not working. Go to work. 
Because you can't manage the lady. The same thing. If you cannot manage your car, one day on Todd Mayland Bridge, engine goes, say, Coco, 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 Co. You go pack up. It's simple management. Management. The law of preservation and management is very important. It's not about what you get only, it's about what you keep. I was telling a brother yesterday, who came to my house, we were talking, having a fantastic, you know, very robust discussion. And I, with the wife, and I said, listen, there is the grace, the grace, eh? husband and wife, I was talking, I said, the grace that you spoke to this woman now, and she say, I agree, I agree to marry you. Eh? You had a relationship, fantastic relationship, later on I come marry. I said, there is another grace to keep this marriage. Patrick, are you feeling me? The grace for boyfriend and girlfriend is different from the grace where you go come do wedding, everybody go rock that day, chop rice on top of your head, come out. That grace, not even small pass, it's very small. <laughs> the bigger grace that the one way go keep you and your husband for inside house. That's the bigger grace. I'm telling you the truth. I said, there is a law of preservation. Once you cannot keep what you have, is a problem. That's what is happening to a lot of people. You move from one church to another. They, they, when one year, they don't go like 20 churches. They can't stay in one place. Because they cannot even preserve themselves or manage themselves, you know. The law of preservation, very important. Now, there is another law. It's very tough, but good. The law of gathering and savings. Now, listen to this. I got this information when, um, what was his name, um, Joseph. Joseph Joseph told Pharaoh, he said, in seven years we are going to gather. After seven years, then we will now start to spread. Are you aware? How old are you? You are 14. If the parents hmm, were putting let's say, 20K in his account every month. Eh? In a, 20K in his account every month. Open an account. The day he was born, 20K first month, 20K second month. And in one year, how much is that? 240. Times it by 10. What, what do you have? 2.4 million, right? So in 10 years, this young man will be rich, 2.4 M. Times that by another 10. That's like... 4.8, roughly 5 million. Let's even, that's too much. Let's look at it. What are you earning now? Just have a saving culture. Let's assume they, they pay you 100K. No matter as bad. Just in your mind, just say, as far as I'm concerned, this 100K is 70K they are paying me because the remaining 30K, you are saving it. 
Now, investors will tell you, what are you saving for? Are you saving for the ready day? Saving to buy something or you are saving, you know, so that, um, you know, um, you, you want to increase in value as the case may be. But whatever, it is better to save and have than not to save at all. Do you agree with me? Yeah, it's better to save and have than not to save at all. Some of you don't know how to save. You blow and eat up every money that comes to you. Now listen, when money comes to you, it's going to be another thing I'm going to talk about. This is just general talk. But I know that as I'm talking, the one way, way you like inside, you take them. The one way you don't like is like eating food. You know, digestion will happen. You go shit and all of that. That's what I'm, I'm just talking generally. So the one way you like, you absorb them. Eh? You know, so, but, but next week, by the grace of God, I'm going to distill certain things down. Right. So, when you receive money, there is what we call seed. Somebody say seed. Yes, seed is what you plant. So, you don't eat everything that comes to you. You plant some. You keep some. Let's try as much as possible to imbibe the culture of savings. That was what preserved Egypt. If not, the world would have gone into extinction. And that wisdom came from God. The wisdom to save came from God. It was God that gave the dream to Pharaoh. He couldn't decipher it. He called Joseph. Joseph deciphered the dream. And Joseph, man, the man said, ah, where am I going to get a man? Where am I going to get a man to do all these things? He said, Joseph, you are a suspect. Since you are the one that has given me this idea, you are, you are the man. You are the man. And he saved. Now, let me give you people one way to make money. I'll just give you two teasers. Number one, you can convert your Naira to dollar now. If you had done it when dollar was uh, maybe 300 uh, to a Naira, I mean, um, <laughs> when uh, Naira, you know, a dollar was like 300 and something or maybe 400 and something. If you have done it by then, by now, it's six, six, six something? Six what? 615, 615. I mean, you are cleaning out, right? You are cleaning out. You are cleaning out. Now, there are rumors that that's one advice you can convert your naira to dollar now. If it goes up, good for you. If it doesn't go up, well, now you're, you're locked with that. Look at it the other way. There are rumors, I don't know, based on focus, that the diesel go rise, go 1,215, uh, as the case may be. Now, when diesel was 300 and something, and you bought and you stock up, you stock up. You, you bought at the price of that time. Now you want to sell. You want to sell at 800. You are cleaning out. See, sense not did there. Sense did now. Isaac, reason I'm now. That's it. It's as simple as that. 
Stop complaining. Catch out. I don't they talk like persuading bets. Cash out. I have a neighbor, the guy, the, <laughs> he's the, he, he will come, baby is in my house watching a ball. Uh, he will check in his phone. I don't even know one day. Well, he's always checking his phone. <laughs> yeah. One day, game just ends. He said, ah, pastor, I forget uh, how much. He mentioned one ridiculous amount. He said, if I know, I for cash out just now. I said, really, what's going on? He said, he now told me, I said, really? <laughs> so young boys are doing these things. Well, it is well. But my point, therefore, is this. Have the wisdom of Joseph. When there is scarcity, eh, don't complain. Instead, see how you can stock up. Then you can now sell. It's wisdom. There's no, there's no problem about that. It's wisdom. Hallelujah. Then lastly, there is the law of ideas. Somebody say ideas. Somebody say ideas. Ideas are like seeds. Ideas are like seeds. Like I talked about Steve Job just now. He asked a question. He said, can't this computer be smaller? An idea came and he started working on it. A lot of you would have been very rich today, but you are not rich because the ideas that came to your spirit, you never implemented it. So if you implement the ideas in your spirit, I am sure you are going to be rich. You are going to be wealthy. It's as simple as that. So the parable of the talents is very simple. The big man came and gave them talents for them to go and use. And they came back with multiplications. Only one did not because he didn't go and invest it. He didn't go and use it. So as I begin to talk today, I've said a lot of things, for example. What products are you selling? What natural resource have you seen that you need to convert into a product and begin to sell it? And begin to sell it. And begin to sell it. I know that some persons do business in church here. Please, continue. When I was in school, there was a young man who paid his way through school because he was a photographer. And uh, then in school, we'll go to school, looking good. Now, looking at my pictures, I wonder, wow, now me we all this kind of clothes. And I thought I was looking good those days. Well, I, I looked good. I will go to fellowship. We'll, after church, everybody will be posing. Hey, brother, sister, we'll be posing and enjoying ourselves. And this young man will be taking our pictures. Papa, papa. I will not go and print it. We will not be paying him 100 naira. Ah! We will pay him 100 naira. Every weekend, this guy was cleaning out. Later, pictures became digital. Pia, 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 pia. Pia, pia. We pay more money. <laughs> more money. More money. Listen. 
Let me round off with these last things that I wrote down. God did not make anybody to be poor. The same way he did not make anybody to be rich. You are poor because of these pointers. Number one, laziness. You are lazy. Number two, entitlement mentality. You know, some people have entitlement mentality. They are in church. When they come to church, they are thinking of how to, they just believe that church should do something or church. You know, when you have an entitlement, do you know that this nearly finished me? Not even in church, with my parents. At some point, I had a strong entitlement. I wanted them to, that's where I my dad. But one day, my destiny changed. It was in 2011. I had, you know, a small misunderstanding with him. And I just told myself, I said, wow, what if I didn't have a father? What if I didn't have a mother? Could, I, I, I could, I, 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 can I not move on? I just, it just changed. If you have entitlement mentality, it can hinge you down. I'm telling you, a lot of you have entitlement mentality. Number three, dependency. When you are dependent on people, you are dependent on people. Is a problem. Number four, when you beg. People who beg never get money. They never get rich. When, when begging becomes a resort for you, say, after all, I go tell uh, my guy Sam, I ain't go give me 100k. Uh, you know, I will use that one whole body. After all, I never chop. Uh, if you enter me in a house, I chop one bowl of uh, a band, I'm, I'm okay. When you are dependent on people and you are a beggar, Anyhow, you put them, you beg to get by, you will never be rich. Borrowing. When you live a borrowed life, square me this money, I'll pay you back. When you live a borrowed life, you will never be rich. So these are things that we need to stop. But most importantly, if you didn't hear everything I said, I said today, products is what will give you wealth. Start selling something. Ideas, you can form a product from it. You can form a product from it. A lot of businesses have started here, and just from ideas. It came from ideas. Eh? Be insatiable. Be insatiable. Don't be satisfied with the money you have. Look for some more. By selling those things, by trading. Trading is very key. For example, don't go to the richest man in the world. One of the things that made him to be very rich is cement. And let me end with this. Passion is good. But when your passion eh, is not people-oriented, live and fest. This is the revelation I want to give you as I close. If you really want to make money, eh, do stuff that will attract money to you. You know, I was talking with somebody, and the person said, my passion is this. And the person started doing that passion, but money never came. 
because there was, there was nobody to buy that passion. So you can suspend that passion first and do things that people can buy. I can tell you for free, anything that is connected to food, if you package it well, as far as Lagos is concerned, it will sell. Do you think that uh, Dangote likes cement? Think his passion is in cement? He saw a niche. He saw a market there and he put the money there. Put the money there. There's money everywhere. Look for where the problem is. And solve the problem, then you will get money. It's not, it's not about prayer. Don't pray about it. Don't say, oh. What God gives you is idea. He gives you the skill. He gives you the talent. He doesn't give you money. You are the one to now produce the money. That's if I can make you correct that today, I have done a good job. Lastly, two young men, two Americans, they were having training in, 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 in the university to be big-time businessmen. And so they said, let's go to India and let's enjoy the, this, the country of India. Let's see what's going on there. When they go to India, where they sat openly, they saw people who were on the street not wearing shoes. One of them said, man, do you see what I see? He said, yeah, I see what you see. What do you see? He said, man, all these guys are so poor. They are so poor that they can't afford slippers or shoes. These guys are poor, man. And the other one said, guy, you know what I see? I said, man, I see money here. I said, really? What do, you, what do you mean you see money? They went back to the hotel room, and he was drawing a sample of slippers. When they got back to the U.S., he was able to draw it, gave it to somebody to design it, and that is how he started making slippers. And he was shipped. This is a true life story. I'll give you the name next week. He started shipping slippers from the U.S. to India. He became a multi-millionaire in two years. One saw problem, the other one saw what? Opportunity. Stand up on your feet. What do you see? What do you see? Hallelujah. Have you learned something this morning? Stop praying for money. Stop praying for money. In short, I don't want to hear that prayer in this house again. If I hear that prayer, I'll open the door. I'll say, man, um, Isaac has got that person. I was like, <laughs> you don't pray for money. God doesn't even understand the language you are telling him. Money. He doesn't understand. Because he created everything. He created everything. All you need to do is for you to go and take the natural resource, convert it into a product through the insight of an idea, convert it into a product, take that product and begin to sell it. So when you sell it, it's a matter of time, right? You begin to dominate. When the Bible says, be fruitful, 
The word fruitful means to, to be productive. It's not about giving birth. No. We've misinterpreted that scripture. The Hebrew interpretation means for you to be productive. Be productive. If you are alive and you are not productive, it's tantamount to be dead. You have to be productive. What are you producing? You must produce something. Multiply. So when you, when you are productive, you therefore multiply what you, have, what you are producing. Distribute it. Today, Coca-Cola is a big time name. One man made it happen. You know, in those days, you go somewhere. When Coca-Cola, you take, you drink. Limited. One man told them, he said, bottle it. Put it in a bottle. Put it in a can. And they multiplied all over the world. A few years ago, the most popular name in Guinness Book of Record, number one, was Jesus Christ. And number two, Coca-Cola. A few years ago. And number three, then when Michael Jackson, but really hard, was raining, Michael Jackson. Bottle it. What are you selling? What is a brand? A brand is a real estate in the mind of the consumer. If I say, oh, I want to produce a movie, a Christian movie, who comes to my mind? Is it Pastor Patrick? Is it Stanley O'Hihwari? I need a fantastic producer. Yes. I need somebody to write a script for me. I've got one million dollars. I want to put it in a movie. I've had one million dollars. I want to put it in a movie. Or maybe 20 million dollars. That's, that's what I want to do for ministry. Do you think I will be looking for Ayodele Makun? He has his own niche. I'll look for Stanley. Or I'll look for Patrick. Yes, because I know this is what they do. What is your product? It's your product that will produce money. Say, Lord, I receive. I receive ideas. I will no longer be idle. In the name of Jesus. I will no longer be idle. I will no longer be idle. Lord, I prophesy today in this building. We might not be much, but Lord God, I prophesy that in few months from now, people's phones will be ringing. Asking them for proposals. Asking them for invoices. Lord, we have an advantage. What is the advantage? We have, we have Jesus. There will be schools who are looking for Christian content. Paleke in Katalabasende. Yes, they will remember proud African roots. Looking for Christian content or looking for a project, a partnership. Le Katalabasentolobosekapalakatoski. Producers are looking, they are looking for producers who will who, 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 who do a thorough job and be true to their job and true to what they do. Lord God, I see people's phone. I see people's phone ringing, ringing, ringing in the name of Jesus.
And for everyone who is here today who doesn't have a product yet, I prophesy that, Lord, ideas will begin to flow into their spirit in the name of Jesus. As they hear these words, they will not be small anymore in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we are moving yeah. forward. Yeah. The church of Jesus is moving forward. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.